The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfie with Remax the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Good morning once again. Yes, Rick Zamprin here. Rob Golfie there. Rob is a sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. If you're new to the show, hey, welcome aboard. You will also probably know, uh, seeing all those billboards out there, hearing the commercials on the radio. He's got some on TV as well. That Rob Golfie is all over this community tackling the biggest real estate topics on this show each and every Every week and selling homes in fact is the first real estate team the golfy team in hamilton's history we go back a few decades uh, to sell a thousand homes in a year you want to sell your home give them a call at 905-575-7700 that's 905-575-7700 if you rather scroll the world wide web you got to go to robgolfie.com for the hottest listings in town yeah some listings in town still red hot robgolfie.com that's rob G-O-L-F-I dot com. And they're all over social media, whether it's TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give the Golfie team a like, a follow, and you will be not only informed, but entertained as well. Lots of topics to talk about today, including it wasn't too long ago that Canadian uh, Canadians in general were having that that FOMO, that fear of missing out in terms of jumping into real estate. Now, it's a very different feeling. We'll tell you about how that uh, feeling has changed. We'll also talk about taking photos or videos of a home that is for sale. Is that allowed? We'll discuss that a little later on. We'll also talk about Canada's real estate market. Where is it going? We have some thoughts from the Remax president and we'll also talk about tiny homes is this the wave of the future to begin rob how is your real estate week going it's pretty uh pretty exciting i mean it's a it's a frustration uh for sellers out there right now that are still thinking that uh that they want uh those prices that were in february march early this year which is almost impossible to get uh but otherwise but the one thing the one thing that stood out with me was the conversation i had um, with a, with a builder that we, we were at Shirkston on the weekend and, uh, and I, you know, we were with a bunch of other people. They all had different cottages that they were renting. And I, I asked, I asked him and he's a, he's a well-known builder in Hamilton. And I said to him, I go, it, how many houses can you build right now with all the land that you can do right now? Like, a, and he says, I can build a thousand. He goes, but he goes, but we will, we only get approved for uh, 10% of that if we're lucky. <laughs> wow. So, so, so he has the land, he has the, uh, you know, like it's all ready development land to go. And, uh, but the thing is to get approvals, that's how long he says, I'll, I'll probably only get approvals uh, for 10% of that uh, thousand that he can build uh, that's ready to go. So, so there is, the, there is the, and that, and I'm like, look at that. That's, that's another frustration of uh, of why we have such a shortage uh, of homes in uh, in Canada or in Ontario or even in Hamilton and surrounding areas. So that's uh, that was pretty. I was pretty shocked when he said that. Like you know, just ten percent of the homes he can really get approvals right away. That's an eye opener because yeah. there's there's a developer who wants to build homes and just can't because of the regulations that are in place. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and now, now it's just, you know, just like we were talking about last week, but the, the labor shortage, now there's a concrete shortage. There's a product 
that you put into the, a powder that you put into the concrete uh, to build houses with. Well, apparently there's a shortage of that product. So now it's going to delay homes getting built, you know, the foundations and anything that anything to do with concrete on uh, on the homes. So it's just, uh, just I don't, I, I still don't get why there's such a shortage of everything. Like, I mean, it's just like it just happened like in a course of 18 months, and we're short of everything. And I, I don't know, is it? Uh, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand that part of it, but I do understand real estate, though. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, you certainly do. We have a number of stats that we're going to get to as well. And just a, a little overview from the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington. They reported 811 sales uh, for the month of July. That is down 18.5% from June of 2022, down 35.6% compared to a year ago, so July 2021. And the average sale price, and again, this is Hamilton, Burlington, and surrounding areas, $878,000 and change. That's down about 7% from the previous month, but up about 4% compared to July 2021. Anything surprise you in what you saw last month? Well, you know what the, the the price reduction or price adjustment from uh, month over month from uh, from June to July is not as bad. It, it it looks like it's slowing down, like it because we had a big adjustment from I think May to June. Uh, like like in Hamilton, there was a four uh, percent decrease month over month uh, uh, in average sale price. Burlington actually they dropped twelve percent month over month, and uh, uh, Brantford four percent. Uh, dropped month over month, four uh, percent. Uh, St. Catharines two percent. Niagara Falls huge jump uh, month over month uh, from June to July was eleven percent down in average sale price. And I think just because of the affordability in Niagara Falls, it's just everybody's just jumping there too fast. And uh, you know, uh, Niagara Falls was up one percent. Uh, sorry, Welland was up one percent month over month. Oakville jumped eight percent. Yeah. Month over month. And yeah, like it's just those high end homes, I guess people, you know, there's a lot of money out there. And Toronto is down uh, 11% month over month. But uh, the other thing is now, year over year, I'm just going to go briefly. So, Ancaster is like, I mean, we're majority of the areas are up except for Dundas is down 2% year over year, like from July of last year versus July of this year and average sale price. Um, now we see Flamborough up 48%. It's just because they only sold 11 homes this year, mm-hmm. this, uh, in, in, uh, July. So there must've been a couple of, uh, um, you know, high end homes that sold that kept the average up. So when there's a low number of sales, um, it's hard to read those stat the, the average sale price, because that kind of, uh, screws the numbers up. Um, Glambrook is down, uh, 12%, uh, average sale price, uh, year over year. And, and I think just because, a lot of people jump to Glanbrook and, and this is the one thing, a lot of out of towners, they come here and even local will go to Glanbrook thinking they like it. And they just, a lot of them don't like the drive to uh, just to get into Hamilton from there. It's just a bit of a drive, a lot of traffic. So a lot of times uh, you'll see people move in and then they want to get out. So there's, you, there's always a, 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 you know, a turnover there. Um, up Burlington's up 8% uh, year over year. Oakville is, um, what else is here? There's, uh, Lincoln is down, uh, 9% year over year. Um, what else is there? That's, those are pretty well, you know, and I think we're going to start seeing next month. Everybody's going to be, uh, we're going to be, we're going to be at zero or down, uh, average sale price, uh, year over year, but, uh, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but 
But the one thing is, and this is our newsletter that's coming out next year. I mean, sorry, not next year, next week. Mm -hmm. We did. So on our newsletter, uh, on the back page, we are putting, uh, the last 12 months of the average sale price every month. And then we also put down July of 2012 on the, at the, at the right of it, just to show you what average sale price was in July of 2012. (laughs) Now I, I, I picked up some spots here, like in Ancaster, uh, the average sale price uh, for July in Ancaster is one million one hundred forty thousand or one million one hundred forty one thousand. Well, we were at that number almost September last year. So basically, we 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 had a huge increase, and then now it's adjusted to about September's price. Uh, if I go to Hamilton, this is a proper Hamilton, like Hamilton, the East Central Mount, uh, Mountain and West. Uh, the average sale price right now is 677,000. Well, we were at 677,000 August, September last year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so uh, with Burlington, uh, we're at uh, 1,123,000. Well, we were at that number September, October of last year. So we had a, you know, during that time, uh, Brantford at where average sale price is 656,700. Well, we were at that price pretty well. At, in August of last year, Grimsey took a, a bit of a hit, uh, 976,000. We were around that number at uh, October of last year. Niagara, Niagara Falls, uh, it's 650,500. That, that it's basically, we're back to July's number of last year uh, with Niagara Falls numbers. And then St. Catherine, 667,700. Those were September October prices of last year and Welland um, is, is uh, 647,800. Well, we're pretty well at that number of December of last year. So, so I mean, like we had such a huge increase, especially in March and April, but some, some areas were higher than others. Like some places, just depending on the, on the, mar- on the, on the area, but, but have, have we adjusted to the final numbers? It's, it's hard uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, I do feel in my opinion that we've had a slow period for about, uh, three, two, three months. And, um, when there's a slow period, there's always a busy period. I'm not going to say housing prices are going to start climbing again l- l- rapidly, but I do think that, uh, houses are going to start selling and they'll slowly creep up, but not at the pace that they did in the past year, um, uh, which was unrealistic. Um, and, uh, I, I get it. There's people that, uh, you know, are, are out there are going to look at this chart that we have and they'll, they'll be saying themselves, Oh, I wish I sold then. And then their buyers are says, I wish I didn't buy that. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. going to be a combination, but mind you, real estate values do climb, uh, and they double usually every 10 years, depending what fiscal 10 years you're looking at. <laughs> yeah. When you go back 10 years, and we'll discuss this in, in greater detail, as well as get into other topics after the break, but when you go back 10 years, the numbers uh, in terms of the sale price 10 years ago compared to today is absolutely night and day. We'll have a little fun with that when we come back here as well. We'll also talk about Tiny Homes. There's a Tiny Homes show that it's coming to the Ancaster Fairgrounds. Actually, it's underway right now. We'll talk about it when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them on the World Wide Web. The website is robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. And you can follow the Golfie team on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Lots to come on the show, including can you take a photo of a video that uh, of a home that is being uh, that's up for sale? Uh, we'll get to that a little later on in the program. But we were going through some uh, statistics earlier on in the show, and you have coming out in your uh, latest newsletter uh, in your mailbox in uh, in the next week of price comparisons from July 2021 to July 2022. So each and every month, it showcases the ups and downs of what has been happening in the market. It also shows the average price of a home in each uh, sector of our communities from July of 2012. So 10 years ago, um, 10 years ago, the average price of a home in Hamilton proper was $235,000 and change. Much lower than the 677 we see now, and the list goes on and on. Every every price is about half or a third or a quarter of what we're seeing now. Is there one price tag that you're seeing on that on this right hand column in July of 2012 that really jumps out at you? Well, Hamilton especially. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. Um, Hamilton two hundred thirty five thousand is insane like i mean like you're and that's like if we look at 10 years ago 10 years ago it is a long time but it isn't and i mean it just just imagine if you bought uh 10 properties 10 years ago Mm -hmm. which um and then you had you know you rented them out and you're so you're paying down the mortgage plus it's more than doubled I mean, you'd be making over uh, $2 million uh, on that. That's um, the, the, what other area is it? Like the, Ancaster, you know, 454000 uh average sale price. It's, yeah, it's pretty well, you know, almost, but it's, it's, it's less than half. It's less than half yeah. if you go uh, from July of 2012 to July uh, ne- 2022. It's crazy. Even Toronto. I mean, that one jumps out at me too, because the average price in Toronto is just over a million bucks. Back in July 2012, it was $505,000. So doubled basically, but I cannot, I cannot think of a home in Toronto right now selling for half a million dollars. Like it would be a shed. I know it's crazy. It's it's insane, and I think I think you know what we're 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 putting this out just to get people a general idea of you know, what, what's happening in the market in the last 12 months, like, and they have a full uh, capture of it in front of them, you know, and, and they'll be looking at it and say, yeah, we bought our house, you know, you know, in, 
Hamilton or whatever at this time and this month. And, you know, and they, and they're, they're going to see either the plus or the minus depending on what, what when they bought. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I, I did, I always tell people, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm buying uh, real estate. I'm looking at a couple of properties. I, I'm not, I'm not fearful. I hold on to my properties. I don't, I don't sell them. Once I buy it, I buy it. And I know that, uh, it, it will uh, increase in value, and um, so I'm, I'm I'm not worried about. It. And plus, I do buy properties that have uh, rental income on it. So whether whatever the economy is happening, uh, I do have cash flow happening and paying for these properties. So um, it it it's it's paying for itself. So I'm not worried about that. So if you're an investor, it, you know, and you're buying properties, you're you're good. Now, if you're buying a property to move in. For yourself to live in, you're also good. The only difference is, is the interest rates are going up, and it is changing the actual mortgage payment per month on these properties. Two of the numbers that uh, jump out to me, and I'm not going to spoil the whole newsletter, but Burlington certainly is way more expensive now, and at Niagara Falls as well, at two hundred forty-three thousand uh, dollars nowadays, you can get into a home for the average price of six fifty. So quite the difference from ten years ago. Uh, let's jump into an uh, an interesting and in what it's being called a new phenomenon here in Canada. It certainly has played out over the last number of years in the United States, uh, in the United States, and that is. Big investors such as head funds, uh, private equity giants, pension managers, these monoliths financially in America are scooping up homes and in in many cases are renting out those homes because they know that buying a home for many Americans is unaffordable. So they're renting out basically, uh, in, in some cases, entire neighborhoods because they've scooped up and bought up all these properties. Is this a new phenomenon that could catch fire in Canada? What do you think? It is, and it is starting to catch fire in uh, in Canada, and uh, because basically one out of every four um, houses that are sold out there are investors. But now we're getting um, REITs, real estate investment uh, trust companies or investment companies, are buying uh, a lot of real estate, single family homes, and 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 putting that as their portfolio, and people are investing in that. So it's going to, it's going to bring the shortage of homes even more out there uh, for people that are buying. And uh, I mean, there was a company, uh, was it earlier this year or was it last year that they said they were looking at buying a billion dollars of, of real estate in Canada yeah. or, um, and uh, as, as an investment uh, fund. So, I mean, they've been doing it in the U S all the time. They've been, it's, it's like that in the U S but now Canada, everybody's got their eye on Canada because they know it's a solid country. The real estate is solid. And now these investment companies are coming this way and they're going to buy up a lot of real estate and turn it into rentals. So, so it's going to make the, the real estate pool of inventory even shrink down even more just because of these uh, real estate investment companies. Now, because of that, because we're going to have potentially an even smaller slice of the supply pie, is that going to escalate prices of, of homes? It, it will. It will. We're going to have another uh, bit of a, a, a of an upturn in the market. And, and I mean, I know there's, you know, they're saying that it, it, Prices are going to adjust still uh, in the ne- within the next 12 months. I, I don't believe that. I, I believe that once it's it's landed, and I think it, 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 if it doesn't do it this month, next month, I think it'll start climbing, but we will have another boom in the market within less than five years from now. Normally, you get it every 10 to, 10 to 12 years, but now I think it's going to be in five, within five years just because 
everybody's going to be jumping in buying again, and then it's going to start uh, driving the prices up. So um, I would, you know, if I would, if I were a, a young person right now, and if you have a parent and that is, uh, you know, willing to help you out, even if you're 20 years old and you're not ready to buy and move into your house, talk to your parents, buy a house, rent it out, and then move in in two to five years from now. And at least you beat inflation. You own the property. Uh, like in five years from now, I gotta tell you, it, like it, it, it's expensive, and it, and it, housing is expensive. You gotta you gotta get into the real estate game to shorten up the uh, the the inflation of the of the property values. Now, a lot of smart people, when they have kids that go to, uh, let, let's say McMaster University here, we get a lot of people calling us saying, "Listen, we want to buy a house. Our, our son or daughter is moving in." And, and we're going to rent out, uh, for the other four students or five students uh, to live with them. And what happens is they buy the house, uh, their, their son or daughter is living there for four years, five years, depending, you know, what, what course they're taking. They're selling that house in five years for probably a hundred to $200,000 more than what they paid for. So basically their son or daughter rent was, you know, not lost. They made money on paying down the house. And probably paid for their education. So basically, it, 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 it was free. They just had to maintain the house and collect the rent from the other students. A lot of people do that, which is a smart idea. And, uh, you know, and you got to buy real estate. And, 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 that, and those are students. And sometimes those kids, the parents buy it, they'll stay in Hamilton. And now they, they live, in, live in Hamilton. And that's their personal residence. Or they'll sell it and buy something else. But they're in the real estate market. So what's happening in America is called the the institutional investment when we're talking about hedge funds and that. And we know that individuals who own more than one property in Ontario hold 31% of the properties in this province. And those same kind of statistics bear out in other provinces like BC and Nova Scotia as well. The, the numbers will fluctuate up and down. Should there, whether it's the Canadian Real Estate Association or maybe it's CMHC, the federal government, whatever the case is, should there be a stipulation on how much real estate you should be able to own to, to prevent this kind of rental, I guess, swath of, of um, uh, investments that these companies are going to accumulate? It, it will happen, and you'll see. And they're going to make it tougher and tougher. I know certain banks, they don't like you owning too much real estate because it's a big risk for them. So let's say, you know, TD Canada Trust, they'll say, well, you know what, we're, not, we're only going to finance you up to six properties, and if that's even too much. So you may have to go to another bank and get it and they'll see that because if let's say, you know, one person, if they own a lot of real estate and they fall down, like basically financially, that, that uh, bank is on the hook uh, for, for all that loss. If there is a loss, but um, I could see, you know what, the government will do something and they always do it too late. (laughs) So they'll probably (laughs) do it in about two or three years from now, but it's a little bit late. Um, I don't, um, I, I, I think it's hard to stop, you know, entrepreneurship, if somebody wanted to, uh, build, uh, their wealth through real estate, it's just the government made the mistake of, of, you know, not building enough homes and making it difficult for builders to build homes and putting a, a strict, uh, rules on, on, uh, with the green belt and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. they've got to change those things and, and they got to change that now because otherwise we we're in for another big uh, problem even worse than it, it was in the past year with a shortage of homes and housing prices going up. 
I mean, like, like I said, there, every, uh, when the politicians were all talking about, uh, about housing, they all said, we got to build a million to 1.5 million homes. So we, we're, we're behind, we're so far behind and we have such a shortage of labor. We're never, we're not going to reach that goal. And, yeah. and then, and what's going to happen is housing prices are going to just keep going up. The average price in uh, Hamilton proper, $677,000. What if I told you, Rob, that you can get a home for as little as $180,000? The only the only stipulation is it's a tiny home. And for the first time in Hamilton's history, the tiny home show is here in Hamilton. actually wraps up today at uh, the Ancaster Fairgrounds. Tiny home show showcasing uh, tiny homes. They're, they're miniature homes. They're about... 200 to 500, 600 square feet. It's got everything you would want from showers to ovens to stoves to uh, living rooms and dining rooms to bedrooms. Um, How how do you see the tiny home um, scenario playing out in Hamilton? Could this kind of be our savior? I think, I don't know if it's a savior, but I do think it's going to be popular. The, The generation that's coming up, they're happy just, you know, I mean, they don't care about, you know, the big house and the big backyard. They care about travel. They care about going places. They care about social. I mean, I, I saw some of the pictures of these uh, tiny homes online and I'll tell you, they look pretty good. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Most, a lot of, a lot of single people will end up buying these. A lot of young couples, you know, they're happy to live in a, in a, in a small little, uh, you know, box kind of thing, you know, and they have a backyard. They'll have like a little patio in the backyard. They ha- they can have their pet. Um, so I, I think, I think if, if one of the developers or builders in the Hamilton Niagara Halton area, they have a, a, a parcel of land and they made it like the tiny village. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> they call it tiny village or whatever. Yeah. They will sell out. They can build these pre fab these and, and drop them in, into the ground and, and they will sell out. And, and it, it'll be just like the wartime houses they built mm-hmm. in the 50s. Yep. And they were cheap. They made them fast and they, and they built them and, and, and it's the same thing. And that'll be kind of a, a way of, it'll, it'll be a village of an area of people moving in. Say, hey, those houses are cheap. Let's go there. We're going to start our, our, our life there. And, then, and they work their way up. But I think these tiny houses, I think it's awesome. And I think it's it's worth taking a look at if they go to the uh, the home show there in in, a- in Ancaster, I think it is. Am yeah, I right? Ancaster, Ancaster Fairgrounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I you know I've I've seen some of the photos of these uh, tiny homes, and it ha- I mean all all the amenities inside are modern. Like there's modern appliances, sleek design. It really looks inviting and cozy and warm. So it's not like you're you know in a cottage at. Uh, you know, a, a, a campground up in northern Ontario that has, you know, the bare necessities. This is modern living just on a very tiny scale. The question is, Rob Golfie, could you live in one? I could. Now, you have to understand, guys, they're, they could live in anything. I agree. And you know what? <laughs> and agree. if they had a village of these, I'll tell you, if they had a village of these tiny homes. This would be party central. hundred. It'd be a party. It would be all guys living in there. <laughs> and guess what? And if girls are looking to find a guy, they just have to drive through there and they can pick their drive, guys. Drive to the tiny city. Out. Say, listen, I'm going to take you out of this tiny village. We're going to go where I want to live. So, but I do feel that it, I, I, I could live in there. I mean, mo- I'll tell you, most men wouldn't move 
if it wasn't for their spouse. Yes. Now they always want to upgrade, you know, cause the kids, this and that and everything, you know, want a bigger, this and, and wider there. But I'll tell you, uh, single people, especially guys, they have no problem with it. And a lot of millennials right now, they're not, they're not into these big giant houses or even big houses. This mm-hmm. is a great starting point for a lot of people. I, I hope a developer builder does, you know, create a community of these tiny homes. I think they'll, I think they'll do extremely well on them. It's exciting to see. Check out the Tiny Home Show again at the Ancaster Fairgrounds. It wraps up later on today. When we come back from the fear of missing out to a whole different approach when it comes to real estate here in town. And can you take a photo or video of a home that's for sale? We'll tackle that coming up next year on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. Joining me once again is Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them on the World Wide Web. The website is robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. If you want to sell your home or you are in the market to buy a house, you got to call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfy team, at 905-575-7700. Again, that's 905-575-7700. And follow the Golfy team and give them a like on places like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. There's a whole new kind of mental space when it comes to real estate. At one point, it wasn't too long ago, just a few months ago, there was that fear of missing out, that FOMO, that if I don't get into the market now, I'm I'm going to miss out. It's a whole different approach now. What are we seeing now? Yeah, it, uh, people are sitting around waiting and waiting, um, but they got to uh, be careful. We don't know how long, we don't know when the timing is right. And so if anybody's waited and didn't get a chance to buy a house earlier this year, they, they basically did pretty good. Um, but, um, but now when, but when is the time to, to start jumping into the market? But, um, yeah, it's, um, we, you know, interest rates are rising and people are just sitting around and waiting, but I'll tell you, there is going to be a time and it's coming up where it's going to get busy. And if they wait too long, um, they will end up again feeling, uh, that, they missed out on the opportunity. So um, it, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just the way the market works and it, it works funny ways. And, and I, we have a lot of investors that are looking and buying right now. There are some good deals out there. Um, there are people that need to sell and you can probably work some good deals and, and negotiate on, on, on a decent price on, on a lot of homes out there right now. The inventory is climbing and climbing. So um, I, yeah, I don't think you'll, you'll have a hard time uh, doing that. But again, a lot of, uh, sellers out there, they, you know, they still feel that, uh, you know, 
that the market is still um, uh, February, March, which is not there. It will not be there for a while, a long time from now. So So is it safe to say that many or some sellers are still listing their homes at those February, March prices and just missing the boat? They are. And, and, and realtors, you know, I, I, you know, if they're looking too far back on what, what prices are selling for, houses prices are selling for, they're, they're making a big mistake. Like, like I go back 90 days max, but I'm looking back at 60 days, like what's sold in the last 60 days. Anything beyond that, it's a different market. And you've got to be very careful. And a lot of times, you know, and, and this is the mistake a lot of people make when they're calling a realtor and uh, they're, 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 they're looking for the realtor that's going to give them the high number. They're not looking at the realtor that's going to say, hey, listen, the marketing, you know, all the things that we do for them in, in regards to selling their house, they're just looking for the guy, that, the realtor that gives the highest number. So, you know, a lot of times that hurts them in the long run than anything else. So we try to uh, educate them, say, listen, here is what uh, the market's looking at. And and right now, even realtors don't know where the market's at right now because the market's is moving uh, uh, on a, an adjustment level way, like downwards. And it's no different when it was moving up. We did not, we did not know what, the, uh, what house prices were valued at when the market was going up. And the same thing, we got to find that pivotal point. So you got to get under at least one or 2% under what the market's at. So then, you know, you, you don't miss the market. And it's, it's, it's hard to tell until we come to a balanced market. It's then that it's easy to figure out what the home price is, but when the market's, you know, shifting up or down, it's difficult. Not there. I don't, there's not one realtor out there that really knows what the, what uh, a home uh, is going to sell for or what a willing buyer is willing to pay for, because we're trying to get a, a close estimate. Once we have the house on the market and we know if we're getting showings or no showings, and then we'll know if, if we listed a little bit too high or if we listed too low. If you put a house up on the market right now and you're getting five showings, six showings, that means you priced it pretty good and you should get an offer hopefully soon. Now, if you put a house on the market and in one week you get no showings, uh, then you probably uh, put, priced it a little bit too high and then you just got to wait and see another week and see if anything happens. If nothing, then you're going to have to adjust the price again. We got about a minute. Uh, so, are we are we still technically in a balanced market, or are we leaning towards a buyer's market? Um, we we are in a buyer's market, okay. and I think it will be a buyer's market for probably uh, I think the rest of this month in August. And I think once we hit September October, it'll go to a balanced market. And but we are in a bit of a buyer's uh, a buyer's market right now. Now the good stuff out there that's priced right. Um, it's, they've got all the bells and whistles in the house, you know, updated flooring windows, you know, updated furnace, all that kind of stuff. Those houses are selling faster because now people can pick and choose, uh, and because houses are on the market for a while, they could, you, you know, buyers are out there, they're looking at five, six homes and, and, and deciding whether, which way to go. This is a great time to do a TV show just because the fact now you got houses to show, you can see a lot of houses. <laughs> When we come back, we are going to tell you about uh, whether or not you are allowed to take photos or videos of a home that is for sale. The answer might surprise you. Stick around. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. 
Last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Find them online, robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call them today at 905 575 7700. You will be calling the first real estate team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes in a year. 905 575 7700. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfy team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. Here's a question for you, Rob. Can I, if I'm looking to buy a home, take a picture or pictures or videos of that home that's for sale? Uh, you, you need permission. You should ask for permission. It happens. And, um, and the thing is, you know, like sometimes people will say, listen, I, I'm looking for my uh, relative and they can't be here and, and, and we want to take some pictures. Now there are pictures in the house of, uh, online of the house, but not detailed pictures like little corners here mm-hmm. and there. Right. And, um, but you do need permission because it is the, an, an invasion of privacy. So I'll give you a perfect example. There was, there was a house that there was a painting on the wall. It was a beautiful painting. And, uh, the client took a picture of it and I, and the other agent was there in attendance and she kind of like felt kind of funny. I felt kind of funny because she, because the, the client took this picture, the buyer took this picture of the, of the wall on this mural that was done. Now that, that is basically something that the, the homeowner did themselves and they got there. Um, I, it wasn't in any of the pictures of, um, the MLS pictures, mm-hmm. but that one there, we kind of, like the other agent and myself, we kind of like looked at each other and like, oh, you know, we know this shouldn't happen. <laughs> kind of, you know, it's just like she, she took it without even asking, and it's just like kind of a like a quick thing. But you do need to ask for permission uh, because there's a lot of private things in that house. Like for instance, that mural. Maybe that that homeowner, you know, painted that. They don't want nobody else to see that. Only their friends and family and, that visit them or whatever. But um, but yeah, you can't uh, you can't do that. No. You know, you got to ask for permission all the time, even video, like, like when home inspectors, uh, they go in to do inspection. There's some inspectors that use video. You have to get permission, uh, from the homeowner to say, listen, this home inspection company does video. Um, and, and they sign something saying that, uh, they approved to, to have the video done. So, so that the homeowner, the buyer has video to, to reference back after, um, they, uh, they finished their home inspection. I would guess that, especially, and we haven't, I don't think, seen a lot of this recently, is those sight unseen sales. Certainly early on in the pandemic when, when things were closed, there were you know a handful of those. And I would guess that a lot of home buyers uh, were asking permission to, hey, listen, I'm, you know, I'm not in town. Can someone who is in town take a photo or additional videos for me to see? Was that going on? Absolutely. A lot of that was going on. Um, so people, you know, they couldn't get to the house, especially with, uh, the way the, uh, the market was going, they needed somebody to be their eyes and they would actually either do, uh, live video, uh, uh, chats on there and, or they would actually video and, and, and send them details of it. Um, a lot of houses were purchased that way. I'm a little bit skeptical about accepting an, a, uh, an offer, uh, with somebody that hasn't seen it but they only seen it online. They seen it with uh, family and friends walking around with the video or, or the chat, like, you know how you have the video chat. 
Um, but yeah, houses have been sold and you have to, you have to get permission for that. And we always ask for permission. Listen, you know, we just tell the other agent, the selling agent say, Hey, listen, our clients out of, you know, out of the country, they can't get here, but can we go in there and do a video chat or, or video so that we can make a decision where they are about putting an offer in. And a lot of times, most people are pretty good or, or, or the seller will be there so they can dictate what rooms they can do or not. We got uh, we got about ninety seconds or so. Do you want to tackle uh, looking for realtors or inviting realtors to the team, or do you want to go with the instant home estimate that you guys are offering? Well, the one thing is, yeah, we are we are uh, looking for uh, realtors if they want to give us a call, ask for Holly, um, because uh, we know a lot of realtors are leaving the business and they're struggling in this business. But give us a call. We're going to start doing some uh, uh, seminars uh, with with realtors about checking us out, but also. Um, we, we do have that instant home estimate. So you can go to golfyhomevalue.com, fill out a form. It'll give you an idea of what your home is now. Price, home prices have changed quite a bit in the last 18 months. So you got to take it with a grain of salt, but sometimes it's pretty accurate. Now we take the information from MPAC and other, other sources to, to give you a, a, an idea of, of the home value. But if you go to golfyhomevalue.com, check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Fill out the form, and uh, you might get a general idea of what your house may sell for in today's market. And again, if you want to sell your home, you got to call the Golfie team at 905-575-7700 to go online to robgolfie.com. Hey, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfie Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. we got to run. Rob, thanks for another great show. Have a great weekend, and thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.